Curry hustles up the floor. Throw ahead, Damian Lee. Back to Curry. Curry fires away. Three ball! Above the break. Curry knocked it down. Warriors go up by two, and the Clippers call time! Most points in the Warriors' home opener. Will Chamberlain, Philadelphia Warriors had 57 back in 1961. As the San Francisco Warrior, Wilt had 56 against Detroit in 62. Rick Barry had 48 against Cleveland in the championship year, 74-75. Monte Ellis had 46, if you remember that one, back in against the Houston Rockets in 2010. And, of course, Curry tonight. And the other one from Elias that is just crazy. Since 1997-98, a player scoring 25-plus points, hitting five threes while having perfect shooting from the field in the single quarter has been done three times. Steph, Steph, Steph? Steph, Steph, Clay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> close, close enough. That had been my second guess. <laughs> Clay in the 37-point quarter against Oh, yeah. Zach. Yep. Where you were, you were, we were both lovely with our oh. laugh track there in the <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs> and, I didn't add much except for, oh, oh, oh. And then Steph against Oklahoma City on April 14th, 25 and a quarter, 8 of 8 from the field. So yeah. He had 25 in the first, hit all five of his threes, and, uh, man, just... Uh, it's amazing stuff to watch. Yeah. It really is. Uh, the most explosive half I've ever seen, I played, uh, I was there, Terry Teagle, believe it or not. Really? 35. Wow. 35 and a half. And he ended up with 49. He was trying to get him to, Nelly was trying to get him to 50, and he tired out. <laughs> he was so tired. He's like, all right, come out. We're going to win the game. We'll get you out of there. But, I mean, the thing is, that was an aberration. This, this is like 25s, and it's an incredible quarter. And it ties his uh, career high. But when he gets 21, 22, you don't think much of it. I mean, Steph tonight, you think, God, he had a really good game. 45 is, like, incredible. That's an incredible effort. And 45 on 25 shots. Yeah, and and the fact that he won with 21 turnovers, I think, is huge. Because now you can go and, and, you know, take a look at those on your film and, and... not have the you know the sting of the defeat because of them, but certainly you can say, hey, look, if we don't, you know, we cut that number by a third. We're going to win this game by 10, 15 points. Oh yeah, I mean they were minus fourteen in turnovers. They were minus twelve in field goal attempts. That's hard to win games when you're minus twelve in field goal attempts. I I'll be honest, I thought they caught a little bit of a break. Their defense did pick up in the fourth, but the Clippers missed a lot of shots they had been making in the fourth quarter. A lot of shots they had been making. So. Everything kind of evened itself out, and the Clippers shot 44%, uh, where they were 50 for most of the game. The Warriors still shot over 50%, close to 52, 43 for 83. Um, but they only outscored them by three points from the three-point line, 15 yeah. to 14. Yeah, I remember. That it was, was, it. It was, they were it was crushing them early. 30 to 6 at one point. They were crushing them. Yeah. Well, what did they have, like nine in the first quarter? Because Steph had five. I want to say it was nine in the first quarter, so that's only six for the rest of the no, game. No, Steph didn't, did not have five in the, in the quarter. No, not in the five, quarter, five, the five, half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 But I want to say, did they have nine in the well, first quarter? Well, he might have had five. Maybe? I'm sorry. He might have had five in the first quarter. Yeah, he did. See. He did have He did okay. have five. He was five for five. My bad. My bad. That's okay. My bad. You're yeah, usually right. I believe let, you. Let me pound my chest here. Okay. Yeah, they had nine in the first. Yeah, they had nine in the first. I'm, I'm right occasionally, and I happen to be right on that one. <laughs> you know, here's the other thing about, and again, it was... They were dead even almost on the, in the paint, 50 to 48. 
But in, in two games against the Lakers and the Clippers, they've out-rebounded both of those teams, have outscored them in the paint. I know. I know. That's huge. They out-rebounded the Lakers by five. out-rebounded the Clippers by 12. And that's why I made rebounding the key tonight because you think, okay, Lakers are big. They're we huge. have to box out. we got to get in there. They really concentrated on it. But I could see tonight going against a team, especially when Zubats was out of the lineup. Hey, these guys, you know, we, 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 can, we can maybe float a little bit more. We can, and you really can't. And they focused on it again. They rebounded by 12. And, you know, Wiggins got six more rebounds, which, which is big. I think he had seven in the first game, six here. That's six and a half. It's only two games. Dumb to do averages. But I only bring that up because last year he averaged 4.9. And he's a guy I've always thought should get at least six rebounds a game. So it's good to see him rebounding. Hey, uh, Bielitsa has 17 in two games. I know. Well, well, you look at the rebounds, and you had six more from Draymond, seven from Looney, ten more from Steph. Team's, six, leading, team's leading rebounder, about that. Yeah, exactly. Six from Bielitsa, six from Iguodala, and seven from Otto Porter Jr. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that had six rebounds or more. Seven. That's your that, that's the definition of gang rebounding. Everyone getting in there and getting after it, not relying on, on one one player. I mean that's a pretty amazing stat to have seven guys over six rebounds. That that that's what I'd love to see. Yeah, and, and you know what they they um what they didn't do well at times they were impatient they were in a hurry yeah and those are things they can correct you know there's no there's no like flaw that you look at and say oh that's going to hurt them all season because yeah. it's it's and you can't correct it the things they they can do the turnovers kind of playing a more of a pace instead of hurrying and trying to force things being a little more patient in the offense that's all stuff they can correct yeah well their backcourt at 13 turnovers Jordan Poole had seven, Steph had six. Oof. And that's just, you know, in Jordan Poole's case, it's just a lot of going too fast. A lot of, you just got to slow down. And, again, it, it's a different season for him because there's expectations now, and it's only his second game. Right. So things like that are going to happen. But he just he, he it, just pump the brakes a little bit, and, 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 and you can be explosive. But it doesn't have to be kind of at a frenzied pace where it just seems like you're a little you you let the game come to you uh, a little bit. And again, I think he will. Uh, Steph six, that's uncharacteristic of him. But a lot of the passes were just straight out of bounds. Yeah, you know, just straight ob, straight shot, and no chance to hit anybody. And those are the ones I'm sure Steve's going to look at and say, okay, what 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 do we do here? Look at it on film. What happened here? And I'm sure what he's going to say to himself is, too fast. We're just moving too fast instead of slowing down a little bit. Uh, by the way, I said this the other night, and I'll say it again tonight because I think it, it bears um, – it really need to say it, is that uh, don't worry about Otto Porter Jr. He's going to be fine. He's going to he, – he had seven rebounds tonight. He only had four points, but his he's going to have a couple of nights where he's going to help this team win a game with his shooting, and that, that's just going to come. It's going to come with time. Well, he took three shots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, two for three. You can't. I mean, you can't take three shots and get like 20 points. I mean, unless you go to the free throw line all the time, which that's not his game. But the fact that he got seven rebounds, yeah, in 18 minutes, which means and and that for those that uh, are thinking, okay, how many rebounds per minute are good? 
if you get one per three, that's really good. A rebound per three minutes is an elite level rebounder. For a guard, you're probably looking at every five minutes, something like that. Uh, that's not too bad. But for a big guy, and I wouldn't consider him a big guy, every three minutes is really, really good. And he got eighteen, uh, seven and 18, so he's less than one every three minutes. So, yeah, Nemanja the same way, 16 minutes, six rebounds. Andre was six rebounds in 23 minutes, so one a little less than every four minutes. So, again, I think that to me is the biggest story of the first two games is just the willingness of the entire team to, to get, get in there, dig back, and fight on the glass. You uh, driving up the Causeway on Sunday? Oh, uh, if the Causeway's in my backyard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's not. You know, I, I guess yeah, I'll be um, watching. Though. I'll be cheering for you, cheering you guys on. Boy, it's gonna be uh, listening I, I and watching. I can't. Yeah, thank you so much. I can't. Uh, I can't wait to um, to uh, see see how Sacramento plays. You know, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they play because you know they've, they've had a lot going on up there and. Um, you know, the whole thing with Bagley, does that have an effect on the team? I mean, it's, there's a lot going on up there. So I can't wait to see how that plays out. Well, I, I you keep waiting for them right. to at least be decent and be in the playoff hunt, like 7-8, somewhere around there. De'Aaron Fox is a fantastic player, and I think Halliburton's going to be really good as well. And I like Holmes a lot. Like, he's just a worker. And, he's and, a worker and plays hard, and I like him. And then the other the other part about that too is they had a nice road win in Portland yeah. uh, last night. But did you see De'Aaron Fox's sneaker cause a turnover? I did. I did. <laughs> Slipped right out of it. Why do guys come out of their sneakers so much nowadays? I don't know. Does anybody tie them tight? No. It's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm I'm not a sneaker phobe. Then I don't know. I mean, back back when I played. No, I'm not going old man on the porch. Back when I played, but no, I'm just saying everybody used to like pro kids. You'd pull no <laughs> pro kids. <laughs> what do you think I am? As old as you? Yeah, no, there it is. There it is. Oh, I'm a good volleyer. Uh, yeah, uh, but, I, but guys would take their shoelaces and you'd hear them squeak. Oh like yeah, you'd pull them tight oh, and yeah. try to. But now they put them on like slippers. In they high, just like put them right back on. I'm like, well, you didn't have to tie your shoes. In high school, we had a trainer who finally, he was doing an internship at Yale, came up to, to north of Hartford to work with us and started taping our ankles, right? So you'd tape the ankle put the, and then tie the sneaker tight. Your, your yeah. bottom of your foot was like no circulation. <laughs> You're like trying to get some blood back in there at the end of the game. But, uh, but yeah, the other one, the other one, the other, we were talking about this the other day uh, down in L.A., P.F. Flyers. Remember the commercial from P.F. Flyers? Make you run faster, jump higher. I do. You had the secret decoder ring in there? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're talking about. Now I got slippers that are tighter than some of these guys' sneakers out here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, absurd. it's absurd. Oh. And and what else was unheard of uh, back in that era was wearing low tops. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, low tops are the thing. Yeah. Like most guys, I, I feel comfortable. In low tops. I'd, I would freak out I would, if I, I jumped would, and I would, tried, jumped, tried oh. to get a rebound. I'd feel like my ankle's going to snap when that's, I come down. Yeah, that's like a turned ankle waiting to happen. Yeah. Low tops. I oh, wouldn't even I consider would just, doing yeah. that. But, yeah, everybody started doing the whole low top low top thing. So, yeah, that's pretty I, funny. Though. I take the dog in, in, in the high tops. I think there's a lot. 
<laughs> just in case. Just in case. Hey, Damn. we we used to rescue Samoids. So they're like you know, okay. 75 pound sled dogs. If they see a squirrel, you got to be able yeah. to hold tight. <laughs> you don't want your ankle rolling on that thing. <laughs> well, Tim, better to be proactive than reactive. So <laughs> I, oh. I, 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 I get it. Is, it. is it time, RC? Yeah. Uh, it is? <laughs> oh, damn. Having a good time. Great game. Yeah. Well, good really, post by game. the way, yeah. Fun stuff. Really uh, just can't say enough how, how much fun this game was. Just great stuff. It was and, awesome. Uh, yeah. It was great. I mean, if if we had a game this good once a month, I'd be happy. I mean, NBA basketball is cool anyway, but, I mean, this was, like, exceptional. And then, like I said to Steph, it really was. It felt like four games in one. It just did. It was all Warriors, Steph, all Clippers, Paul George, kind of back and forth like a real basketball game. Uh, That was your third game. And your fourth game was... Clippers couldn't make a shot in the fourth, and neither could the Warriors, to be frank, in the first, like, four minutes. And then they made it – I'm glad uh, Steph gave Damian Lee some love because yeah. he made two huge threes. Big shot. Because the Warriors were scuffling at that point as well. They couldn't put the ball in the hole, and Damian Lee hit a corner three from the right side then banged one in from the left side, and those were big. And then, and then of course, the Clippers came down and hit another bucket to make it close. It was just – that was fun. You come to the arena, that's what you want to see. Absolutely. I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see the stars perform. Got it. They even had special nights. Okay. I want to see the Warriors win. You got that. I want to see a close game, a fun game, fast-paced game. Got that. Check, check, check. And I want to see some stuff that, uh, you know, you maybe not see every single game. You got that tonight, too. So it was, yeah, that was fun. I mean, for me, to be like... Super excited, two games into the season, just because the game was so good. That was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. It was great. Tom, nice job. We will uh, see you back. You better buckle up. That eight-game homestand's coming. My goodness. I, got, I, I mean, that's going to be a grinder. I'm going to have to get in here. I mean, jeez. I, I mean, I feel sorry for you, though. You're going to see a lot of me. There's, there, are, there are no games off for rest, by the way. We're not, we're I'll not be do, there. We're not doing load management. No, no I'm, I'm going to be there. So. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm going to buckle it up. I will be here for the big eight-gamer historical homestand. Longest homestand in Warriors history. We'll or at see least you. Oakland or San Francisco or Bay Area history. It is the longest in, in is Warriors history. Yeah. It wow. Is. So. Um, we're a part of something special. Exactly. And we're making history yet again. <laughs> I'll see you a week from tonight. Sounds good, Tim. That's when the Memphis Grizzlies will be in town. The upcoming broadcast brought to you by Ticketmaster. Two-game road trip before that, though, at Sacramento. 5.30 airtime on Sunday. 6 o'clock with the tip. And then 4.30 airtime against Oklahoma City on Tuesday, 5 o'clock with the Tip Warriors and the Thunder. And uh, can't wait to see the Thunder and a lot of that young talent out there.